welcome to our podcast. I'm your host Meghna. Today's story is about Charlotte's Web. Chapter 1. Before breakfast, where's Papa going with that axe? Said Fern to her mother as they were setting the table for breakfast. Out to the hog house, replied Mrs. Arable. Some pigs were born last night. I don't see why he needs an axe. Continued Fern, who was only eight. Well, said her mother, one of the pigs is a runt. It's very small and weak and it will never amount to anything. So your father has decided to do away with it. Do away with it? Shrieked Fern. You mean kill it? Just because it is smaller than the others? Mrs. Arable put the pitcher of cream on the table. Don't yell, Fern. She said, your father is right. The pig would probably die anyway. Fern pushed a chair out of the her way and ran outdoors. The grass was wet and the earth smelled like springtime. Fern's sneakers were sopping by the time she got up with her father. Please don't kill it. She sobbed. It's unfair. Mr. Arable stopped walking. Fern, he said gently. You will have to learn to control yourself. Control myself? Yelled Fern. This is a matter of life and death and you're talking about controlling myself? Tears ran down her cheeks and she took a hold of her axe and tried to pull it out of her father's hand. Fern, said Mr. Arable, I know more about raising a litter of pigs than you do. A weakling makes trouble. Now run along. But it is unfair cried Fern. The pig couldn't help being born in small, could it? If I had been very small at birth, would you have killed me? Mr. Arable smiled. Certainly not, he said, looking down at his daughter with love. But this is different. A little girl is one thing, a little runty pig is another. I see no difference, replied Fern, still hanging on to the axe. This is the most terrible case of injustice I have ever heard of. A queer look came over John Arable's face. He seemed almost ready to cry himself. All right, he said. You go back to the house and I will bring the runt when I come in. I'll let you raise it on the bottle like a baby. Then you'll see what trouble a pig can be. When Mr. Arable returned to his house half an hour later, he carried the carton under his arm. Fern was upstairs changing her sneakers. The kitchen table was set for breakfast and the room smelled of coffee, bacon, jam plaster and wood smoke from the stove. Put it on her chair, said Mrs. Arable. Mr. Arable set the carton down at Fern's place. Then he walked to the sink and washed his hands and dried them on the roller towel. Fern came slowly down the stairs. Her eyes were red from crying. As she approached her chair, the carton wobbled and there was a scratching noise. Fern looked at her father. Then she lifted the lid of the carton. There inside, looking up at her, was the newborn pig. It was a white one. The morning light shone through its ears, turning them pink. 
said, Mr. Arable, save from the untimely death. And may the good Lord forgive me for the foolishness. Fern couldn't take her eyes out of the tiny pig. Oh, she whispered. Oh, look at him. He's absolutely perfect. She closed the carton carefully. First she kissed her father and then she kissed her mother. Then she opened the lid again, lifted the pig out and held it against her cheek. At this moment, her brother... Avery came into the room. Avery was ten. He was heavily armed, an air rifle in one hand, a wooden dagger in the other. What's that? he demanded. What's Fawn got? She's got a guest for breakfast, said Mrs. Arable. Wash your hands and face, Avery. Let's see it, said Avery, setting his gun down. You call the miserable thing a pig? That's a fine specimen of a pig. It's no bigger than a white rat. Wash up and eat your breakfast, Avery, said his mother. The school bus will be along in a half an hour. Can I have a pig too, Pop? asked Avery. No, I only distribute pigs to early risers said Mr. Arable. Fawn was up at daylight trying to rid the world of injustice. As a result, she now has a pig. A small one to be sure, but nevertheless a pig. It just shows that what can happen if a person gets out of bed promptly. Let's eat. But Fawn couldn't eat until a pig had, had a drink of milk. Mrs. Arable found the baby's nursing bottle and the rubber nipple. She poured warm milk into the bottle, fitted the nipple over the top and handed it over to Fern. Give him his breakfast, she said. A minute later, Fern was seated on the floor in the corner of the kitchen with her rain fans between her knees, teaching it to stack from the bottle. The pig, although tiny, had a good appetite and caught on quickly. The school bus honked from the road. Run, commanded Mrs. Arable. Taking the dough a pig from fern and slipping a donut into her hand, Evie grabbed the gr a gun and other donut. The children ran out to the road and climbed into the bus. Fern took no notice of the others in the bus. She just sat and stared out of the window thinking what a blissful world it was and how luckily she was to entire charge of a pig. By the time the bus reached school, Fern has named the pet, selecting the most beautiful name she could think of. Its name is Wilbur, she whispered to herself. She was still thinking about the pig when her teacher said, Fun, what is the capital of Pennsylvania? Wilbur replied, Fun. Dreamly, the pupils giggled. Fun blushed. For your information, this story was written by a very famous author named E.B. White.